Are you tired of putting yourself last? Of taking care of everybody else's needs and powering through to meet the next set of impossible standards? In our fast-paced society, we lose touch with our intrinsic worth, with the ability to value ourselves for who we are right now. Instead of living life exhausted, frustrated, and disconnected from your authentic self, maybe it's time to put yourself back in the life you've worked so hard to create. Join radio host and life choreographer Laura Cheadle and learn how to build your dreams and live your sparkle using the five steps of flaunt. Find your fetish, laugh out loud, accept unconditionally, navigate the negative, and trust in your truth. Hello, welcome to Flaunt, Build Your Dreams and Live Your Sparkle. I'm Laura Cheadle, and today I want to talk about the importance of speaking up. Now, I know both men and women listen to my show, and I know it's important for both men and women to speak up and to share their voice. But today, I kind of want to talk about speaking up on a larger scale. I want to talk about speaking up on a global scale in particular, and I want to talk about how women can speak up on that global scale and what they might do in order to have their voices heard. Our guest today is a fantastic woman who works with people on speaking up. She has won a public speaking Toastmasters competition twice On the European level, she has shared the stage with top entrepreneurs, motivational speakers, political leaders. She also runs her own business, and her business supports professional speakers from all around the world in engaging and supporting each other. So as you can imagine, she has got a lot to say. Today, we're going to have a chat about things that you can do, things that the ordinary person can do, things that the business entrepreneur can do, things that you can do to start stepping into your power as a speaker. Enough of me talking. I cannot wait to introduce my guest today, Monique Bloxell. Welcome to my show. How are you today? Hi, Laura. It's wonderful. I've been listening to some of your shows and they're all so inspirational. So I'm really excited to be here with you and with everyone that will listen to this and join us in this beautiful. Yeah, it is going to be amazing. Okay. How did you get into speaking? What, What was the whole birth of that for you? Oh my God, when did it all start? It's sometimes hard to say, Laura, but uh, maybe a little bit of background, which might be interesting. I think you have, you have actually also listeners from all over the world, but uh, mostly in, the, in America, right? Correct. So um, you might be excited to hear that I grew up in Eastern Germany. So not just in Germany, but in Eastern Germany at the times when it was still a communist country. And I don't know how much you know about the history back then, Laura, but um, back then, uh, you know, in a a communist country, the individual voice and opinion did not count much. It was all about the collective. People were state employed. There was not a lot of ways of 
being an entrepreneur, being an expert that stood out. Um, it was all about the collective. And it was even to a certain extent dangerous to speak up. And uh, maybe I can make a comparison with the U.S., um, you know, if you think about state security and the FBI, okay, um, if you compare the number of people working for FBI compared to the number of U.S. citizens, is one to nine thousand. Hmm. In Eastern Germany, we had one to sixty. So every sixtieth person was actually working for the state security, meaning that expressing your voice and your own opinion was not always very appreciated and could even be dangerous, right? Oh, yeah. So, so, you know, so that, just to explain a little bit about why I'm so passionate about speaking and making our voice heard, because when you grow up in a country like that, where people feel their voice is even suppressed, you can imagine that people are not having the courage to really speak up much. And... I feel that even back then in that time, I always spoke up as a kid. When I felt someone was treated unfairly or something was not the way um, I felt was fair, I would speak up for other people. So, and then, you know, also in 89, everyone that knows history a little bit knows that in 89, I was only age 18 at the time, the wall came down. Yeah. And it came down because some people, including myself, started to speak up about the fact that it's not okay that we citizens are being treated like like prisoners in our own country. We were not allowed to travel. There was a wall around our country, right? Mm-hmm. And we spoke up against the system and the political system, you know, first in one-on-one conversations, then in small groups, eventually on streets with hundreds and thousands of others until on the 9th of November, 89, the war came down. And why do I tell you that story, Laura? Because I want people to understand that our voice matters. Our opinion matters. We need to speak up to what matters to us, to the change we want to make, the difference we want to make in the world, what we feel is fair, what we feel how the world should be created and should be changed to make it in heaven on earth for all of us. We need to speak up and our voice matters if we speak up one person, one group, one nation at a time. We can make a big difference. That is why I shared that story with you. That is an amazing story. And I really love how you take it from the individual to the collective. How you say when you were little, you would speak up for somebody who was treated unfairly and you would stand up for them. That's a child doing one small act. But you're right. It's the cumulative effect. It's every child, every young adult. Every adult, every person standing up, not only for themselves, but for each other and for their collective beliefs. And what a powerful story. Because of people like you, the whole wall came down. I mean, that's huge. That's powerful. Absolutely. And uh, what I say is, Laura, because you asked me, how did it all start? It was these insights from back then. But as well today, I always jokingly say that I have three passions in life. One is entrepreneurship, building something out of nothing and building businesses, which I do with entrepreneurs all over the globe. 
to turn their ideas into something tangible into a scalable business. And so it's entrepreneurship, it's speaking, and my husband. Of course, not in that order, right? But these are my three passions in life. <laughs> and I have to say that speaking really helps me in all areas of my life. Yeah. I, you know, it helps me as an entrepreneur. It helps me as an expert. It helps me as a change maker. It helps me in all areas, right? Yeah. And I can proudly say that I've been now a paid speaker for more than 20 years. I have spoken all over the globe in more than 20 countries across Europe and the US several times in Asia, different countries several times in the Middle East. I've spoken in funny places, okay, and, and pretty prestigious places as well. I've been speaking in a German stadium, right, and in, in the European Parliament. Uh, you know, about a year ago, I was even invited to a leadership conference at the United Nations in New York. I've spoken at all kinds of, uh, you know, entrepreneurship uh, conferences and women network conferences and speaking conferences. And what I have to say that when we speak, as long as we speak our truth, we speak from our heart and we really speak to uplift others. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you speak to five or a few thousand people. I've spoken to audiences as little as five audiences to offer, you know, three and a half thousand people. I shared the stage with incredible people and I'm getting regularly paid to speak directly and indirectly. And why I say all that, Laura, it's not because I want to brag. Uh, in some way, I say it because everyone can yeah. So many people believe that, and I just had a conversation um, with one of my clients earlier today, and she was saying that I would love to speak up, but who would want to hear my message? Wow. And I feel there's so many people that do not believe in the power of their voice. They do not believe in the value and the worth uh, and, you know, the value of their message, their experience, their, you know, they, they, what they've done in their life, what they've learned, their wisdom. And because of that, too few people really start believing in, you know, that they do have the absolute power to change the world if they decide to raise their voice because their voice matters, right? Yes, and what's so important about what you said, it's that belief. We all have strong beliefs about something, whether it is our husband, our family, our child, our dog, or something big like our government. We all have those beliefs. And you're right, so many of us think, we get in our head and we think, but who would want to hear my situation? Who would want to hear my take on this? Who mm -hmm. would want to hear my idea? And I think we forget that we are all equally valuable and just how important it is to communicate. And it doesn't matter if we're right or if we're wrong. You're right about what you said sharing from the heart, speaking your truth. That's truly the only thing that matters when we speak. Absolutely. And I have this, uh, you know, a beautiful friend of mine is a world championship winner in public speaking. And he once said something to me, um, not in the exact words, but along the lines of, he said, 
when we have a voice, when we have a message, we don't only have the opportunity to inspire the world, but we have the responsibility to share it. You see? Yeah. So many people say, well, I have something to say, and I think maybe some people might uh, benefit from hearing it. But it's, yes, I love to be on stage, right? I love to inspire and motivate people. I love to help others to share their message in greater ways all over the globe so they can create a bigger shift and make a bigger difference. But when we stop just taking ourselves so seriously and we really say, hey, I am out there. I want to make a difference with sharing my voice, my knowledge, my wisdom, my experience when we embrace that responsibility to speak up, mm. then we do make a bigger difference. We do. And you know, you were talking about some of these incredible venues that you have spoken at. And as you were doing so, I was reflecting back on some of the amazing speakers that I have heard. And it's my guess that many of the listeners might be doing the same, you know, thinking about a keynote speech that they heard or thinking about a professional speaker that they heard or that they saw somewhere. And what always attracts me so much to a speaker is not how professional and polished they are, but how honest they are. And sometimes when they make a mistake, it endears me to them even more because I feel like they are just like me and they're just a person and they're sharing a message and it just draws me in and it makes this connection. And I just wanted to point that out to listeners out there who might be thinking, well, Monique, I can hear you and you are beautifully spoken and you are, have these things to say and I could never be that perfect. Yes, you could. And even if you're not, that might not be the thing that connects you to people anyways. That is so true and beautiful what you're saying, Laura. And uh, it's so true. It's not the, the being polished that, make, that builds the connection to our audience. It's not us giving the most sophisticated speech. Yes, of course, speaking techniques and skills is important, but we can learn them over time. No one is born with them anyhow, right? Mm -hmm. What is important is that people start embracing the value of their, of their message. So, you know, if you think about it, Laura, probably even, you know, I'm sure you are a change maker. You are touching many people's lives also with, you know, with this radio show here and a beautiful podcast and everything, the amazing work you do. But, you know, even you think about, you have probably been in a one-on-one -on -one conversation once mm -hmm. and someone told you that what you said to them in that moment had changed their life, right? Have you been mm -hmm. in a situation like that? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, and ironically, it's usually the information that I think, what? That changed your life? I have much, much deeper things to say. It's, it's not the deep stuff that I really want to share. It's usually the common sense stuff that people really resonate with. Right. And, and also, maybe you have been in a situation where maybe you spoke to a group of people and you shared some of the things of how you do them. And afterwards, they came back and said, 
Well, that was really inspiring because what you said of how you do certain things, I've done it too. And it made a difference either in my own or someone else's life, right? Yeah. Or someone said, hey, you know, I mean, have you been in a situation like that? I'm sure you have. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And it feels so good to hear that. And, and that is in the end, and it's the same with me when, for example, I give workshops on pitching, you know, how to, what to say and how to say things to be really convincing. After these workshops, often people come back and say, well, you know, right after the workshop, you know, within a day or two or a week, I gained a few new clients or I've done a lot of investor pitching training in the past. They got that investor on board or they get some other support. So I'm sure you have that as well. You give advice to people and then they apply your advice. They do something with it and they become more successful, more free, more happy in some way. Right. Absolutely. And why, and why I share that Laura is just because everyone if you listen to this right now, you do not need to be the most sophisticated and most advanced speaker at the beginning. Right. You have probably been in one-on-one -on -one conversations with people or you have spoken to a group of people and one person did something with your advice or with your story that you were sharing in that moment or the advice that you gave and that made all the difference. So you do become a sophisticated speaker by being out there, being on stage, speaking more. Yes. But the first thing always, it starts with you believing you have something valuable to say that can change people's lives. And we all do. Yes, we do. And you had mentioned earlier that nobody is born being this polished speaker but they can learn some of those skills. Now, I know that you teach people speaking skills. Would you be, be willing to share with the listeners some of those skills that you teach people? Well, there is a lot of speaking skills that I teach, but you know, um, there is so many trainings and I don't know, Laura, for example, if you have heard of Toastmasters, for example, have you heard of them? Absolutely, I've yeah. been a member. Yeah. Oh, perfect. So I, I'm a distinguished Toastmaster and have been for quite a few years. I help build publish speaking clubs, um, you know, in different countries. And uh, I feel that Toastmasters, for example, is a great place for people to practice their public speaking skills on a regular basis. What I do mostly is um, I have been a speech coach and mentor for many years but today, what I focus on in my work is help people that really want to share their voice and message in a greater way to make a bigger difference, to get onto more stages, to get onto more prestigious stages, to start getting paid to speak, to speak internationally, and to really build a bridge to step up with their speaking. So if that's okay with you, I would not really give so many hints on what it takes to be a polished speaker but rather give people hints on how do they build a bridge from giving a Toastmaster speech, for example, or giving speeches in their organization to really stepping up to speak I, in a greater way. Would you like I that? That's a great idea. Yes. And I'm sure the listeners would love that too. 
Great. So um, the first question I always ask people that I work with, and I'm happy to share that question with you right now, you, you Laura, and everyone that listens to us, the beautiful experts, entrepreneurs, and everyone that is listening to us right now. Well, the first question I always ask is, why do you want to speak? What do you want to achieve with your speaking? What difference do you want to make? And, you know, the why always has like two sides to it. The first side is why do you want it for yourself? Mm-hmm. So, for example, I love to speak. And, you know, Laura, I think that you are also a very accomplished speaker, right? Absolutely. You're out there giving speeches. So I guess people like you and me, we speak because we just enjoy speaking. We love when people come to us and they say, wow, you know, that was really inspiring me. I'm really going to do things differently or I did do things differently and it changed my life or my work. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we, we love to speak because we know that when we speak up, we create that impact. Um, we make that difference. Also, you know, a lot of people love to speak because they love to be on stage or they want to make more money with their speaking or they want to attract more clients or they want to attract supporters, or they want the world, you know, more people in the world to know about their beautiful work. So, you know, get clear first on why do you want to speak up? And then the second part of the why is really what difference do you want to make? And that comes to the question like, who do you want to touch with your speeches? What difference do you want to make and to whom? Okay. Whose lives do you want to touch? In what ways? What difference do you want to make with your speaking app? So that is the first question. That's that's step number zero, I would say, right? (laughs) Before I work with someone to really help them step up with their speaking. And then when they're serious and they say, yes, I really want to step up to speak. I really want to step onto more stages. Yes, I even want to speak internationally. I often work with American speakers that also want to go international with their speaking. Then we really ask them, um, you know, and, and people that want to really get onto stages in the first place and be paid to speak and go professional, then normally we ask them four questions to start with. And the first question is, what is your message? What is your message? Because a lot of people that I work with, they say, I could speak about so many different things. And that is true, right? I mean, we have all lived through a couple of decades in our life already. So there's a lot of knowledge, wisdom, and experience that we could share on on a stage, right? Correct. But, but, you know, there's a lot of people also say that say, well, I, I don't even know. What do I have inside of me that is valuable enough? And uh, I would recommend that to really find your message, you need to dig inside. Mm-hmm. You know, I invite uh, people to ask several questions to find out what their message is. And that is, what do you know, right? Maybe yeah. you've moved to a different country or county or a different city. You know, maybe you know how to move to a different place and to start there from scratch, finding cl- finding um, friends or, you know, or maybe you, you le- maybe you know, it's easy for you to, maybe you know how to learn a new language in an easy way or whatever it is, right? So the question is, what do you know? Right. Another question is, what have you achieved? 
well, maybe you started a podcast, Laura, right? Or maybe you get your, your, your show onto, you know, onto a radio show or right. maybe you wrote, maybe you wrote a bestseller, right? Or maybe, maybe you have achieved something else. Maybe you got, maybe you became the marketing manager in a certain industry, uh, you know, in a certain business, you know, what have you achieved that others might want to achieve? Yeah. And now here is an advice I would like to give because so many people come to me and say, oh, Monique, you know, I don't know so much. And even what I know, I don't know if people would be interested in that. And I haven't achieved all these things. I haven't climbed a big mountain. I haven't written a bestseller book. I haven't achieved something valuable. Good. But here's some clue that you also have a valuable message inside. And the question you can ask then is, what have you experienced? What yeah. have you experienced in your life? Well, maybe you lost someone you dear and you found joy in life again. Yes. A lot of people lose someone dear and they take a long time to find any joy in life again. And if you could help them and speak about your experience, you could help them to put a smile back on their face faster. Hmm. Or maybe you have gone through a divorce or you have raised children or maybe you have experienced something else. Right. Ask yourself, what have you experienced? And then I'm sure every single one of our listeners here will find some clues of what you could speak about that others would love to hear. Yes. And, and, you know, a lot of people also come to me, Laura, and say, well, I feel I, you know, I could speak about so many things, but how do I choose my message. I could speak about, you know, if you make a list of all the things you know, all the things you've achieved, all the things you've experienced, all the things you do well and easily, that it's hard for others. Well, you know, if you if you then map out 10, 20, maybe 50 messages you could speak about, which one should you choose to go forward? And why should you choose one at all? Well, I always say that, especially when you're starting out as a speaker, you want to stand out because there's a, the world of speakers is still a small world and still there is a lot of amazing speakers out there. Yes. If, if you want to get booked, you need to stand out. And you do stand out if when you start out as a professional speaker, you really just choose one message to go onto as many stages on as possible to reach the right audience. So how do you choose your message from the list that you have created? Well, then ask yourself the question, what change do you want to create? And, you know, which of these messages will support that change? Also, which of these messages makes your heart sing in the most, in the greatest ways, right? Oh, absolutely. Right? You have so, to be passionate too. Yeah, you do. So, Laura, I didn't know, how did you, I mean, you are a speaker. How did you choose your message? What did you do? to get that clarity. I'm glad you asked that because as you were going through those steps, I was doing what I'm guessing many of our listeners are doing and I was thinking them through for myself. And yes, you're absolutely right. My message is really centered around my experience and the pain that I felt around my experience and the growth that came from that. And what it was is I was a corporate attorney for 10 years. And during that time, I really felt that I was forced to conform. I had to be, 
not really masculine, but I had to follow the masculine model of doing doing business. I had to act a certain way. I had to look a certain way. I, I couldn't really be authentically me. And as a result, I suffered burnout and I was not having fun. So my message is a, kind of that combination of my experience, the things that I learned to help pull me out of that funk, alleviate the burnout and go on and be happy and successful and be authentically me. So my message is a little bit of all of those and I am extremely passionate about it and I want other women who are facing the same or a similar situation to be able to learn from my experience. So yes, absolutely everything you said is kind of what happened when I created my message. Wow, you see, you're the perfect example, right? Because yes. again, as we go through life and we experience that, and Laura, I'm the same. I also worked in the corporate world for 15 years until I was brave enough to step out and build my own business, right? Yes. And then the first business failed, and then eventually I succeeded, and now I help entrepreneurs all over the globe to turn their ideas, especially expert entrepreneurs, coaches, speakers, consultants, trainers, we help them to build a scalable business around what they do. So mm -hmm. they're not just making money when they're spending time with their clients so they can build a scalable business and they can become also financially free, free also of their own work power, right? Yeah. So, but I love what you're saying because it's a perfect example to really find out what is your message, which then also brings us to the second question. You also answered that one already. Once you are clear on your message, then you need to ask yourself, who is your ideal audience and how do you find them, right? Yeah. So you need to ask yourself, like, who do I love to serve? And based on your own story and life experience and your, your burnout and then your way of finding how can you be authentically yourself while you're making a great difference for other women that struggle with that experience, right? Your ideal audience is obviously women, right? Yes. And, and, you know, so you ask yourself the question, who needs to hear our message most and why, right? Mm -hmm. So in your case, it's women, right? And it's probably, you know, do you want to say more about who your ideal audience is? Yes, because I like the way you framed that because it narrows it. Yes, my ideal audience is women, but it's a little bit more than that. It's women who struggle with too much to do. And it's even more than that. It's women who struggle with too much to do because they're kind of pretending to be someone that they aren't. They're putting on that front every single day when they go to work. And then if they have kids, they might come home and put on a different front for their kids or for their family. And they're just always running around, swapping one mask for another, and they're never honoring themselves or learning how to center and ground in their own self. Mm. So yes, it's a very specific type of a woman. 
Mm-hmm. And I guess that why I hear so much passion in your words around this oh, is yeah. probably who you were, right? And this is why if you are listening to this right now and you feel you are one of these women, I know, Laura, you're also giving people the option, all your listeners, the option to have a quick chat with you, right? Oh, absolutely. So I highly recommend book your session with Laura to make sure that you find a way out of it because she did. Yeah. Right? And uh, for me, my ideal audience is, is pretty much also we attract who we are, right? And what we have gone yeah. through. And I know that when I stepped out of the corporate world, I thought I knew, you know, at the time I was pretty, pretty successful. I had a position where I was the global head of pricing and yield management of a big logistics corporation worldwide. So, you know, which means that at a time I thought I knew business and I had a global network, but I knew nothing because you know, managing a big business with a big infrastructure and a big, you know, multi-million dollar budget. Um, when you're starting your own business, you have nothing. Right. And uh, often, in it, I mean, I wouldn't say nothing. I still had a good saving. I still had a financial, you know, safety net when I started out. But I didn't know what it means to build a business from scratch. And even when I learned how to build a business and make it successful for too long, I kept just selling my time. And uh, this is why today my ideal audience is, you know, is expert entrepreneurs, especially speakers, coaches, trainers, and consultants that want to grow and scale their business so that one day they're also making money without just selling their time. And I work a lot with entrepreneurs also to help them step up onto stages more so they gain more visibility and, uh, you know, they attract clients in an easier way. And at the same time, I work with speakers that want to build a business system around what they do so they also make money when they're not on stage, right? Mm-hmm. So that, the good news is, Laura, you and I, we have figured pretty well out what our ideal audience is, right? But if you, uh, everyone that listens to us right now has not figured that out, just ask yourself, once you know what your message is, ask yourself, who needs to hear your message most and why do they need it? Right. So ask yourself who is keen to listen to that message and who's willing to pay to learn from you. And once you're clear on that, once you know what your message and your ideal audience is, then you can go and take the next step, which is then ask yourself the question, how do I get booked by event organizers and on other stages? Right. Um, And then, so here is, Laura, would you like me to share a couple of hints on how people get booked to, onto more stages, maybe? Absolutely, because I am guessing that there are plenty of listeners out there who are coaches, consultants, experts, entrepreneurs, who are thinking, yeah, this has been great, but I can't keep doing dollar, you know, billing a dollar, my dollars for the hour. How do I get out there? How do I reach more people? Great. And uh, so the easiest, a lot of people always think like, oh my God, this is so hard and difficult. Well, it is not. The first thing you need, it is and it isn't. But there's a couple of things you can do that makes it easier and faster to get booked as a speaker. The first one is 
you need to be able to stand in front of a mirror and say, I am a professional speaker. I'm ready to go out there and speak. And then you tell everyone around you that you are a speaker and that you're looking for stage time opportunities. Yes. You tell people about what your message is and what type of audience you're looking for. And then you just tell everyone around you and you ask your friends, your family members, your, your colleagues, or whoever you are in touch with, you ask them, where do you think does this kind of audience gather? Where could I speak? What conferences, what events, what platforms are you aware of or can you think of where I could speak to that type of audience about that type of message that I would like to share? But then you don't need to reactively sit there and wait that someone picks up your request. You could also then really proactively start reaching out to event organizers. Tap into your networks. Look on LinkedIn, on Facebook, wherever you are connected with people. Look at what, you know, which kind of event organizers are you connected with and reach out to them. And if your network doesn't open up doors, Ask people, who do you know that is running an, or, an, uh, an event or, you know, a stage time like that? Um, you know, a conference or, uh, you know, wherever you would like to speak. Okay. And then really also make yourself visible. Go to networking events. Meet other speakers. Ask them, where do you speak? Meet mm -hmm. other change makers. Um, watch out on social media. Where are their events? Because today's speaking doesn't necessarily only mean that you step up onto a physical stage. You can also speak online, like what Laura and I are doing right now, right? If you have an amazing message to share, hey, you might want to reach out to Laura and to other podcasters and also share your message there, right? There's so many, there's almost an unlimited number of stage time opportunities, mm -hmm. but you need to start getting active to find out what are the right stages for you and then tell everyone around you, but then also reach out to event organizers online and offline to get yourself booked to share your message. Right. What I really love about what you said is the simplicity of it. No, it's not easy, but no, it's not hard either. It's just mm -hmm. putting yourself out there and asking. And I know for many women, for many men too, but I think many women, women do this more. We don't ask for what we want. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of funny, but we have this feeling that we can't be needy or we have to be strong or we have to prove that we're self-sufficient and we don't ask. And the bottom line is, unless we ask and unless we tell people, this is my message, just like you were saying, this is my message. This is who I help. This is what I do. And this is what I'm looking for. People cannot help us. So I can see how you're, you know, coaching, how you're working with people to grow their business is so important because I'm guessing that you remind people of some of these simple things like that. Craft your message. Ask. Get out there. And this is how. 
Exactly. And it all comes back to, yes, taking the technical steps to do it, but it all starts in our mind and heart, right? Yeah. So we all, we, in the first place, need to believe we have, to, we have something to say. And then also eventually, and this is where it gets, re- gets really juicy, Laura, we want to eventually build a bridge from speaking for free to speak for a fee right? We want to eventually get paid to speak if you want to go professional with our speaking, right? Yeah. Because, because when we are paid to speak, it opens us opportunities. When we are paid to speak, um, you know, a lot of speakers in the early phase, uh, when they are still in the way to go professional, they say, I love to speak. I love to speak for free but I can't afford the airfare to fly somewhere or the hotel cost to be somewhere. I need to be paid. Right. Yeah. And eventually you want to get paid and a lot of people struggle. I've seen so many amazing speakers that give amazing speeches that touch my heart, my mind and my soul and they get standing ovations and still they struggle to start getting paid to speak. Wow. So here's a, Here's a couple of hints and tips of how you can get going with getting paid to speak. In the first place, I advise you to start setting yourself a boundary, right? So yeah. a boundary could be that you say, hey, in the next six months, like I, I plan to give whatever number of speeches. And by the way, if you listen to this right now, ask yourself the question, how many speeches do you want to give in the next six months? Okay, write down your number. That's your commitment to yourself. And let's say you want to give six speeches, one speech a month, just to start with, right? Then ask yourself, how many of these speeches do I want to get paid for? Well, maybe you just say, okay, I'm happy to give six speeches and one of that needs to be paid. Or you say, if you're brave enough, you say you want to get paid for two of those speeches or three or four, whatever your number is. But I invite you right here, right now, as you listen to us, write it down for yourself because that's your commitment. You could also say, you know what? The next year I'm happy to speak as much as I want for free just to gain the experience, just to get visibility, just to get invited again and again. And then after that, I will not give free speeches anymore. After that, I want to get paid. Or another way of setting boundaries could be that you say, Hey, there are certain social causes that I care about um, that I'm happy to speak for free. I do still give sometimes speeches for free just because I care about what this organization does, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, and then start really asking for value in return. So set yourself a boundary and then stick to it, okay? I know it's hard. I know it will take you some time. But if you don't stick to it, if you keep accepting free speeches, you'll never get paid. Yeah. Or it will take you much longer. So meaning that stick to it. And then what you can do to gradually step into it, maybe at the beginning you're not paid to speak, but at least your travel costs are covered. Or you are rewarded in another way. For example, if you are a coach, speaker, Um, trainer and consultant you could then maybe speak for free but if you speak to the right audience if you can make an offer or you can tell them about the work you do um, you can say hey I'm willing to also do consulting or you are allowed to announce from stage I am a speaker and I'm looking for more stage time opportunities 
um, if your organization has a budget, come and talk to me. This way, you might not get paid directly, but you get paid indirectly to speak, right? Mm -hmm. And Laura, do you want to hear the golden nuggets that gets pretty much everyone to speak from free to fee? Absolutely. Yeah. I'm sure everybody <laughs> wants to hear those because who doesn't want to make their business more successful? Who doesn't want to make money? We all do. Right. So here's one thing, and it's very simple again, Laura. If you want to get paid to speak, whenever you're asked to speak, you ask one question. And that question is, what is your budget? Yeah. It's as simple as that. I just recently had, again, and it happens to me again and again in my workshops, whenever I share that with people, on the same day, they get a speaking request, some of them, and then they ask back, what is your budget? And then suddenly they get paid where before they would have accepted free speaking again. Mm -hmm. Because when you're asking the question, what is your budget? It means that you're expecting to be paid. And that is when then you can start the negotiation around what speaking fee you feel your, you know, your value is as a speaker at that point. Absolutely. So, so this is how you build a bridge from speaking for free to speak for a fee. I like how you call it a bridge too. That may, that's such a beautiful image that we have this message. We feel this passion around it. We, we're trying to connect with our audience. We're connecting with our clients. We're creating so many bridges and the bridge from free to fee is beautiful too because it validates that there are times when it's fine or good or even beneficial to speak for free. But we also have to honor ourselves and our time and our skill. And we do deserve to get money for speaking as well. Well, I think, you know, as I said, my passion is entrepreneurship and speaking. And as such, I believe in value exchange. You, as we said at the beginning of our, uh, of our call, uh, we said that you need to believe in your own value. You have a message that matters. You have a voice. You have value inside of you. If you give that value away for free for a long time, I have a friend that is saying, if you are in love with what you do and you're not paid, eventually you fall out of love. Mm. And that is so true. Maybe not for the speaking so much always, because I know there's a lot of speaker out there, speakers out there. They just love to inspire and motivate an audience and they do it for free for their whole life. And that is very honorable and okay. Um, you know, you can do that for the rest of your life. If you are in a job or if you run a successful business, you can just be out there and speak for free. But I tell you that, if you are out there and you, you are paid to speak, people will give your message a higher value and they're more likely to take action on your message. They're, it's more likely that they will listen even more attentively when they need to bring something back in also in form of money. Yeah. So that is my experience. I, I guess you have a similar experience, Laura, right? Absolutely. And I also want to take a moment and challenge the listeners to think about ways that they can speak. It doesn't really matter if they are an entrepreneur right now 
or if that's a dream for the future. Speaking can help move that goal further ahead faster. Or if they're perfectly thrilled and happy in their corporate job, they can still speak because it's my hunch that they have got some skills that they are using in that corporate job that other people would like to learn. So it really doesn't matter where they are at, speaking will eventually help them make more money and feel good, whether it's in their own job or doing something for somebody else. Absolutely. I love it. And you're so right, Laura. It doesn't matter where you are right now. Everyone that's listening to us right now, it doesn't matter if you're an entrepreneur or if you're employed or if you don't have a job at all. Mm-hmm. Just speak up more, speak your truth, speak from your heart, speak to uplift others because that way it helps you in any way, shape or form. You will become more influential. You will get people to take the action you want them to take. You will influence them. You know, no matter if these are people in your family, amongst your friends, uh, in your community, in your church community, or wherever you are, in your team, in your organization, in your business, wherever you are, if you dare to learn how to speak up, you will um, make a bigger difference to others and to your own life and you will become more influential. You will create a bigger difference in others' lives and therefore also in your own. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So speaking uplifts you and others in any way, shape or form. It does. You know, at the beginning of the show, you said your passions were speaking, entrepreneurship and your husband. And Mm -hmm. at the time I thought speaking is so important in interpersonal relationships, whether it's with our spouse, our partner, our kids our parents, speaking is that line from personal to professional, and it levels us up in all areas of our lives. And that's beautiful. So true. And how we speak makes all the difference. It can break relationships. It can heal long broken relationships. It can, you know, I mean, speaking makes a difference in any way, shape or form. And also how we speak to ourselves makes a big difference because it either empowers us or it belittles us and the way we speak to others it either either empowers them or it belittles them we should never forget about the power of a single word a single word can make a big difference but a single word not spoken will not make any difference at all so i really everyone that's listening to us right now Speak your truth, speak from your heart, speak to uplift others, and then really speak up, scale up, and make a bigger difference. The more you do, the more it will have an impact on you, your loved ones, and far beyond. Oh, yes. Your wisdom is just beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing that. That is absolutely true. So... Before we get ready to close out the show, I want to make sure that listeners have information about you and where they can find out more about you. And I know you've got a radio show. You've got a weekly business launch radio show. I know you help 
entrepreneurs and experts speak up, scale up, and make a bigger difference in what they're doing. How can listeners get a hold of you and learn more? And do you have any free goodies that you would like to share with our listeners today? Always, Laura, because what you and what I do is we are actually all about supporting others, serving others, uplifting others, and doing that also making a big difference, right? So, of course, if you'd love to connect with me, I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to hear from you about, you know, how did uh, uh, Laura's beautiful show with me inspire you? Um, you know, in what way would you love to speak up more? So connect with me. You can connect with me um, on Facebook. My name, as you will see, is Monique Bloxell. Um, if you want to connect with me on a, on a business uh, platform, you can connect with me on LinkedIn. You can check out my website, moniqueblocksill.com. And of course, I have a special gift, Laura, and I think we'll also put a link onto your uh, yes. podcasting hall of fame, right? Yes. Um, and uh, the, just the link mentioned here is, um, you know, of course, HTTPS and then moniqueblocksill.com slash speak up checklist slash so it's my name my website moniqueblocksill.com slash speak up checklist that's where you find actually a checklist where you can really check for yourself do you have what it takes to speak up do you have what it takes to go professional with your speaking and is it really the right thing for you to consider going forward with and if you already know it's the right thing for you because your heart is already beating to share your message in greater ways and make a bigger difference and also attract more clients to your business with your speaking, then really um, this checklist will help you to look at what are the most important steps. And there's many more than what we discussed here today. Um, and you can check which steps have you taken, what do you have in place already, and where are gaps to fill. And if you need help with filling these gaps, please do not hesitate to reach out to me and talk to me and get in touch. We are also running four-week intensive uh, um, um, programs to really help you to step up with your speaking professionally, step-by-step, step, where we go through some of these steps and many more that we discussed on this show today. So don't miss out. Download the Speak Up Checklist on moniqueblocksill.com slash speakupchecklist and check for yourself if you have what it takes to go professional with your speaking and what else you need to put in place to really get your message more heard out there. So Laura, thank you so much for inviting me on this show. Oh, Monique, thank you so much for being here. It was wonderful to have it broken down so clearly. And for, you know, for you to ask such probing yet simple questions. What is my message? What are my experiences? Who can I help? What are the stages I need to be on? And to build all of those bridges, you know, both from free to fee, but also from how do I get my message that's in my heart out there and how can that help my business? Thank you so much for making all of these brilliant connections in such a heart-centered way yourself. 
I know that I'm definitely going to scoot on over to your website and download that checklist for myself as well. And listeners, yes, I will put it up on my show page. So if you're out driving, you don't have to worry about writing it down now. Just come on over to my page and download it at your convenience. Monique, thank you so much. That was an absolute treat. It was really an honor and pleasure to be with you, Laura. This show is really so uplifting, and I really look forward to all the amazing experts that you will interview in the future. Absolutely. And to to all of you, your message matters. Go out there, speak up, scale up, and make a bigger difference. And thank you, Laura, for having me today. Absolutely. It was such an honor. I hope you all have a fantastic week. I know Monique and I will. And as usual, don't forget to flaunt. Tune in next time to flaunt. Build your dreams. Live your sparkle with radio host Laura Cheadle every Wednesday at 7 a.m. and 7 p.m. Eastern Time on syndicated Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. Come release self-judgment, reveal your naked self-worth, and re-choreograph a life filled with joy. Flaunt. Find your fetish, laugh out loud, accept unconditionally, navigate the negative, and trust in your truth. Find out more at lauracheadle.com. That's L-O-R-A-C-H-E-A-D-L-E.com. 